What's up, everybody? It's Connie Hurtado here. Don't come in trying to sound all nice and stuff. You are so... We have been having some problems because I'm so tired of her crap today, but... (laughs) He's not tired of my crap. You just can't handle it. (laughs) Look, woman, I don't don't want to cut you today. It's a... We're gonna it's kind box of a nice here day. in a minute. Cloudy outside, like, but I want to slap him in the face, kind of thing. <laughs> She's just mad at the actual technology that we've been trying to work with because it yeah. hasn't been working, and yeah. we finally got some things together. So, by the way, if you did not see our Instagram post with our apology, let us go ahead and formally apologize to you, letting you know that we did mean to post last Thursday, but sorry, ran into some technical difficulties, and yeah but here we are we're back um and i'm trying not to hit her with this candle that's in front of me or can can we not just leave the violence all right sometimes violence solves things no it really doesn't how does it solve things look the only person who believes that fighting never solved anything was always getting his ass whooped i didn't get my ass whooped i'm just saying i can take you knock you out and you know the bigger you are the harder you fall and guess what since you're like i don't know f- you tower over me I am and you have massive biceps i can just... easily take you down okay that literally makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> it makes like, perfect sense none just whatsoever. one shot just what right there and like the crowd right here by the chin boom you're down people there's a way <laughs> to argue there's a way to fight there's a way to communicate and Going back to our love languages episode, uh, you need to know each other's love Why languages. Why you change the subject so fast? Anyway, sorry. Because I did not want to actually show you that you cannot. There's a window <laughs> right there. Literally, you can be flying out of that window in the next five to six seconds. Let's not. I don't want flying lessons today. I never I'm do that, saying. by the way, like ever. I um, wouldn't be sitting next to him if he was going to be actually violent. No, that's just not my blood, but. But I actually had, pe- had people get very upset with me, though, because when they do try to argue with me and fight with me, it's really hard because I don't get upset. I just kind of sit back and I'm like, well, you know, that's your opinion. You'll I can get over see it. that. Yeah. I um, actually had a really good friend say, you know, you used to really piss me off when we would get into little arguments or fights because I could not get you upset. And that's... I think that's a good thing. I think so. I think it just depends on the person. So I think this kind of goes into what we were going to start talking about today, and that's communication. So everybody communicates differently, verbally and non-verbally, body language, non-body language. Um, obviously, ex- facial expressions. If you're somebody who doesn't get a reaction out of a person and they're trying to get a reaction out of you, it's going to make some people mad. I completely agree. Yeah, it's... Uh people are looking for a reaction when they are upset and their feelings are hurt or that you know, they're they're really feeling like um, they really want to fight within that moment. Whatever's going on, their emotions are high, and when you're not reacting, that can really push a different button that some people didn't even know that they had, mm-hmm. which, again, I'm notorious for because when people try to argue with me, I just I usually have a very calm answer for them and they don't really like that. so It kind of goes back to what we were talking about before with the love languages and perspective. So our perspective has a lot to do with our communication styles, and our communication also is based off of our perception, right? If you are perceiving somebody as an angry person or somebody is be- or 
let's take your friend, for example. She or he was mad and couldn't get a reaction out of you. She may perceive that as he doesn't care. Well, yeah, um, that's exactly what it was. It was he just does not care. And it wasn't that I didn't care. It was just for me, when I'm arguing with someone, if we're going to start yelling as we started this episode out with, somebody might go flying out of a window. Just so you know, like it's not <laughs> going to hit end with the well. mic. <laughs> right. Like someone has to be the calm one in the situation, has to have the level head, has to at some point decide to take the high road and say, you know what, things are getting a little out of hand. Let's go ahead and calm down before we either do something that we didn't want to do or say something that we really do regret. And I don't think a lot of people do that. I don't think a lot of people stay calm or... Oh, no, you're fighting. Absolutely not. Because you're trying to get a point across. And often there are those people who believe that the louder I talk, the more my opinion is right, which is 100% wrong. Just because you yell it louder doesn't mean that you're right. Like, you can tell me two plus two is eight. Mm -hmm. You can yell it as loud as you want. You're still wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's just my take. That's how I handle situations. I'm not about to go and yell at you. I'm not about to get in your face. And um, it's just not me. I've only had maybe two people really push me to the point where I actually yelled back at them. And that's just because they said some very disrespectful off the wall stuff that I just couldn't take and I'm like okay you found that one button inside of me to push good job now you're about to get it I think I actually scared the hell out of her I think (laughs) we're not uh we're cool but well you're kind of a quiet person as it is so for someone like you to actually start yelling that I would think that would be a scary she found that button yeah uh she knew but the one thing you should not say she said it like huh I think that was because I was so quiet because she really, really wanted to get like something out of me. So she just. So she probably doesn't want to push that button anymore. (laughs) I mean, she's married now. I hope she's doing well, but I haven't talked to her in a very long time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said that sometimes people want to yell I in order to get their point. I literally her that day, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. I'm wow. Okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's a, no, we were on the phone when we were fighting, which is another way you shouldn't fight. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, phone's not a good way. I think text and email is a bad way to communicate in, or like in a fight. If you have something important to say, you don't say it through text message or email. But what I was going to say was not only is it a, not a very great way to argue with somebody – what was it? Getting louder, get your opinion across louder. Mm-hmm. But also if you sit there and change the words, like trying to say the same thing in different words, I think it's a good thing. You think it's a good thing to say the same thing? Well, yes, I can see that. Because right? obviously if you're saying something in one way, people are not grasping it. So to, to change it, it mm-hmm. yes, maybe they will understand if you do use different words within that moment. I would call that the porky pig moment. Which, if (laughs) look, for those of you who have not paid attention, and I'm sorry, I watch a lot of cartoons. Cartoons are very calming for me. They, I don't really need to get into all the reality shows where somebody's getting murdered all the time and all that. It's just not, and all the drama, it's just not for me. Cartoons just relax me. So, watching stuff like that, it puts me in a good mood or whatever. But anyway. Porky Pig always tries to say something, and you know what he's trying to say, but he's got this terrible stutter, but he will always 
switch whatever he's trying to, he will find the synonym to what he's actually trying to say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I call it the porky pig effect. Okay. So if you are trying to get something across to someone and they're just not grasping it, to your point, switch it up. Just say it in a different way. And they might actually say, oh, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Like, I did say that. I said it 30 times. You just didn't get it. I'm right. sorry. I had to switch it up for you because you're special. <laughs> or because of their perception or the way that they're receiving that information. Right? We receive messages differently. So you kind of need to really know who you're talking to and what you're trying to deliver, what kind of message you're trying to deliver to that person. Yeah, that goes back into our love languages episode, understanding how people work, understanding how they receive love and understanding uh, how you give out love. Like you may be saying something in the most loving way that you think you're saying it at least, Uh, but in actuality, Mm -hmm. it's not coming across that way. Correct. So you need to take a step back and realize that there's other ways to do things. So uh, yeah, overall, you know, there are several ways to communicate. We all understand that. Yet it's a subject that seems to be an area in all of our lives that we both, uh, that both of us would agree we struggle with. Um, at the base layer, we have verbal and nonverbal communication. It seems that that would be simple enough for us to understand, but for whatever reason, we all struggle with it. The verbal and nonverbal cues of communication are at the surface level. Underneath that, though, are very important factors that are overlooked and sometimes just flat-out ignored, such as tones of voice, your delivery, your current mood, the context, knowing someone's current life situation. These are all very, very important factors that play into this world of communication. One that I have found to be very important is the current life situation. If you understand what is going on with someone in that certain moment, you will likely switch your entire way of approaching a conversation. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you know someone who has a family member who's going through a very tough time right now and it's weighing on them heavily, you are going to change the way that you approach them. You're going to be just a little bit more gentle as opposed to if you don't know what's going on with them, you don't know something's weighing very heavily on them, you might just come at them with a full bombard. I would say if... What was that word I was trying to find? I don't know. I just tried. I just made up another word. It was really bad. But anyway, continue. I was going <laughs> to just say it depends, too, on the person because some people, they will want to deliver a message, but they don't have any empathy. So they may not understand that that person's going through a hard time. For them, they could say, suck it up, buttercup. You know, I've gone through my hard times, too, or whatever their case may be, and still not know how. So what are some ways that I would say and it's not about – how a person would talk to a person. I think it's just a way that if you want a successful conversation, argument, or any kind of, um, if you're trying to help a person, you really do need to work on that empathy. I agree. Um, Understanding where that other person is coming from. Well, so that's something that, again, I guess this goes more into uh, romantic relationships to a certain degree, but... Quite the romance person over here, you. You know, I get a lot of questions about, I won't say romance, but really it does kind of lead back to that once you get into your, like, adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, with children, you can talk to them about certain things, and, you know, their amount of knowledge is so limited to where everything is very, very simplistic with them. Um, they don't worry about a whole lot. Like, their biggest concern is whether they're going to get home in time to watch their favorite show or some or their favorite cartoon or they get to go outside and play. 
adults, groups. Yeah, adults turn things into much, much bigger deals sometimes than I think it needs to be, but that's because of our vast amount of knowledge that we've gained, you know, throughout life and whatever we... Are blocked. Yeah. The knowledge sometimes is there for people, but it doesn't mean that they use it. So the one thing about knowledge, people will say knowledge is power, but it's not until you use it. Hmm. You can hold on to as much knowledge as you want, but if you're not applying it to yourself and to your surroundings, then what power does it really have? Do you think some people try to use that knowledge, they just use it in the wrong way? Or for, Absolutely. use it for like devious ways? Well, yeah, correct. So I kind of wish they wouldn't use it then. Sorry, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm trying well, to be a jerk, my bad. Yeah, just a little bit. We're trying to inspire people. Not <laughs> I can't help but to think of that other side. I'm sorry. But, I mean, again, when you think about what could be going on in someone's life, um, like if you understand what their daily routines are and things of that nature and what's going on with them, again, I think that knowing those things, especially if you're dealing with someone that you uh, will see on a regular basis, it will help you to understand how to approach them and how to talk to them and how to handle any type of disagreement or argument that you may get into. Example, I believe all of us men have dealt with the frustration of asking our girlfriend or wife, what do you want to eat? (laughs) And often, yeah, she's already laughing. She knows how this goes. Often the answer is, I don't care. It doesn't matter or whatever is fine. I'm, I didn't mean to use that voice, ladies. For, actually, yes, <laughs> yes I he did. did. <laughs> you know that's what you sound like. I'm, I don't care. It's whatever you want. Then as soon as we say something. Anyway. Oh, we'll get into how you sound. Anyways, go ahead. So what about it? See, that's exactly where you move that other microphone because you won't get smacked in the face. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, often the answer is I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's whatever you want. The first few times we hear this, we will push for her to tell us what she wants. Um, you know, and eventually we learn like, okay, I'm just going to have to go ahead and make a decision. I'm trying to say this in the nicest way possible because there's like four different ways it just pops in my head and they're all going to sound absolutely terrible. And I don't want our audience to be like, wow, he really is a jerk. But even though we did promise that it would be a no filter. Yeah, but I'm still trying to be nice, but. Uh, well, phrase it in a nice way. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to think <laughs> because again, I had I'm using my filter just so I actually am being a little bit more generous because I'm sorry I can't help it. I don't want to sound like a complete jackass, but um, if we think about it though, so why is it that she doesn't want to make that decision? Well, a lot of women have more to deal with in life. I've given you women some credit, so. Don't get mad at me. We appreciate it. Yeah. Mm. What does a woman have to deal with on a daily basis? Let's just say that she is in a uh, a very powerful position at work. Um, Or it doesn't even have to be super powerful. Right. I was going to say, we still have to make choices at work. There you go. So, you know, she has to make decisions on, you know, whether to go left or right at work. People keep on sending her emails saying like, hey, should we do this? Should we do that? Uh, we need to have this push forward where we're not sure if this is a good move to make. Um, she is confronted with all of these choices. She has to make it work every single day. Now, when she gets off of work, she has to think about, okay, what do I get ready for the kids to eat? Uh, did the kids do their homework? Oh, I got to pick this one up. Oh, wait a minute. I got to get this one over here. I got to get this one there. I got to get this one to practice. Um, mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I'm doing X, Y, Z for them. Making sure bills are paid. Correct. Dinner's um, done. Laundry's done. 
Yes, I'm assuming all these things because, well, I mean, you're living it. I'm not. I've, oh, boy. Lots to do. the day that I have to move into this world. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, but she has a ton of decisions to make. Now, when you come to her with, at the end of the week, when you just want to go out to eat, say, hey, what do you want to eat? We as men think this is a super simple question. This should not be that difficult. Just tell me, do you want to go to Olive Garden? Do you want to go to Maggiano's? Just let me know. I don't care. It's whatever you want. So we're trying to be nice. Correct. We're trying to be nice and be chivalrous. And chivalrous. Did I say that right? I think I did. <laughs> yeah. And we're trying to go ahead and give you the option because we've been told like, hey, ladies first, give her the choice. But then we get told, it's whatever you want. That can become very frustrating for us. This is actually a good tip for us, ladies, and like why men, why it feels like men cannot make a decision. This is why they're actually trying to be helpful. Okay, so this is actually good to know because in yes. my mind, I'm like, will you just decide already? Because in my mind, I'm like, uh, I've already made a hundred million decisions this week. I really don't want to make any more. So the way that we look at it is that if we just go ahead and choose what we want. For us, it can be very, very simple. We could easily go out to a steakhouse and sit there and enjoy it. Or we could go to whatever local bar is there, have a beer, watch the game and a couple burgers and we'll be happy. But we know that that's probably not what you want to do. So we want to ask you, hey, what would you like? Also, in the thought of you had a long week, what happened during your week? We know you're going to tell us anyway. You tell us every damn day when you get home. We just have to sit there and take it. But anyway. Oh, see, that was that part where I should have probably not <laughs> oh, wow. said that. But anyway. Let uh, us know how you feel. <laughs> no, we will get into that another. I swear that's going to come up in another episode. I know it will. It's not that we don't mind listening to you, but sometimes like, all right, she's been talking for 45 minutes straight and it's about the same thing. Like she... Why doesn't she Same just get thing, another different job? Words. Dun, dun, dun. Communication. Wow. Sorry. She really just. Wow. No, <laughs> that was. I, I'm impressed. That was nice. Ooh. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know what you weren't expecting. <laughs> I'm always impressive. So, yes, we're trying to be nice. We're trying to, you know, give you the option. Where would you like to go? I'm trying to do this for you. I'm trying to show you that I care about your decisions, that I care about what you want. When you say, I don't care, it doesn't matter, go where you want to go, we feel selfish then. And the one thing that we cannot stand is when you say that and then we do choose somewhere and we go and sit down and you got that attitude on your face because that's not where you wanted to go. It's like the last place you wanted to go because they don't have anything on the menu that you really like. That's when we know like, why didn't she just tell me she wanted to go somewhere else? I asked her three times. Why wouldn't she just say something? But back <laughs> to your point of delivering messages in different ways. See, now, if you would come up and say, love, I know you've had a rough day. I know you've had a rough week. I know you've had to do a lot of this and that. I would like to take you somewhere you would like to go, mm-hmm. somewhere that you have a craving for. What, where can I take you or what can I get you? What would you like to eat? In that way, I'm sure you would have a different outcome. But if you just continue asking, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? It's like, I don't freaking know. Why don't you make some suggestions? So that way it sparks an interest. 
But that's that whole communication thing. Like you have to know who you are communicating with. I agree. Um, I don't like it, but I agree. Yeah, I, <laughs> he agrees. And perhaps Yay. this wasn't the best topic to choose for because, my goodness, that, that one just irritates me. That one's irritated me for a very long time because I feel like I've never won in that situation. It's like a hard ever. one to win. But, I mean, at the same time, I think us ladies, girls, I'm just going to throw this out here, but we need to step up our communication skills. Guys cannot read our mind. And so I'll give you guys that much. You know, you're trying. So you can't read our minds. You can't read what it is that we want. And I totally understand that. We need to be able to say, I'm sorry, I've made too many decisions this week. I mean, you don't even have to say that. But look, it's been a long week. I really don't know. Can you please throw some suggestions out there to go ahead and trigger something, like make something sound good? So I think it goes both ways. I agree. I think that that is the base of what we're talking about is instead of allowing things to get to an argument type level, you need to go ahead and just talk it out and you need to kind of say what's on your mind, but say it in the correct way to say, hey, look, it's been a long week. I really just do not feel like making any more decisions wherever you would like to go. I'm cool with it. Or if you could just narrow it down to like three things, I can choose from those three and we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would probably help a lot of situations to stay at a very uh, monotone level before it gets too aggressive. Um, I'm going to throw this example out there. Okay. Because you said this is one of those struggles that you have with a whole meal thing. Sure. All right. Maybe it's just because I'm a fat ass and I love to eat and, you know. Well, okay. So, (laughs) so for those of you who don't know, Jay and I both will work out together every now and then. And one of the reasons why is because I really want to work on just myself. And Jay is pretty fit. He knows a lot of workouts. He knows a lot of different movements and how things go together and how things don't go together. I didn't, so I asked him to help me. Anyways, when you and I started working out and you're like, okay, what do you want to do today? I'm like, I don't know. What did you do, though? I asked you a couple more questions and tried to narrow it down. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to find out what it was that you were trying to achieve. Like, what was the goal you were trying to achieve overall? Right. Um, and one of the things that I did, ladies, was I told him, look, I make about a, a hundred different decisions the last few days. I really cannot think anymore. The reason why you're here is to help me work out, but that means I need you to think for me. I literally told him, I need you to think for me today. She did. That completely threw me the hell off. I did not expect that <laughs> one. <laughs> and he did. He did help me. But now he also provokes me a little bit. Okay, I need you to learn this so when I'm not here. Because there's a lot of times that we don't work out together. 100%. Yeah. And it does help me. So when he's not there, I go back to some of the things that we've done. And I ask myself the same questions that he asks me. So going back to the meal part, you can do the same thing. Guys, girls, you guys can do the same thing. Talk to each other. Ask questions. Keep it monotone. Don't start raising your voices. Don't get overheated. Like, it's just a question. You both care about what the other person is going through at the moment. Just it's not coming out in the language that you want it to just coming out and yelling or frustration it's funny that you bring up language because i've noticed with different languages sometimes things sound a whole lot different especially if you don't understand the language like to me spanish always sounds extremely fast (laughs) like whoever's speaking i'm like my lord if i even knew the language i still don't think i would have caught on to that because he or she just said that super fast um i want to say it's like a british accent 
I love British accents. It's so smooth. It's so yes. nice. No matter what they say, they can be telling you that they're going to kill you. And you're like, okay <laughs> like, with it. Okay, you're like, you sure. know, you are so kind that I don't even, that's fine. <laughs> I think it's my time. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I dated a girl that was German. Um, the German language just sounds very aggressive. Um, and I'm sorry to anyone out there that's listening that might be German, but I think you'd probably agree with me. It just sounds super aggressive. They can be telling you that they love you, but it doesn't quite sound that way. It, it sounds... No, um, I think that's also perception. Now, there's also other kind of languages. Body language. Oh, goodness. Well, yes, that and goes that's into... that's a form of communication. Oh, absolutely. Um, so your body language... Well, what's a body language that you believe communicates the more? I won't say communicates. What body language do you believe tells someone else the most about you? Is it, uh, do you believe it's the way that you are? I think it's a whole combination. I mean, if you think about it, somebody could be somebody. Somebody could be somebody. <laughs> Very good. Yes. I am great at communication in my word somebody choices. Somebody <laughs> can be somebody. If you didn't know that, if you ain't somebody, you somebody. <laughs> you somebody. <laughs> you know what? I actually like that because sometimes people feel like they are nobodies. And I want everybody on this episode right now on this podcast that's listening to understand you are a somebody. You might be somebody good. You might be somebody bad, but you're somebody. I mean, they're not all like you, Jay. No, I don't want them to be. Please don't be like me. <laughs> if you only knew the stuff that runs through my mind, nope. All right. So body language. If you are a person that moves back and forth a lot. Okay, you have to just kind of switch your feet back and forth, but you keep a good eye contact with the other person. Mm. Uh huh. It feels kind of twitchy, but what if that person just has a, I don't know, sensitivity within the neural system? What if that person has autism? Yeah. Uh, what I thought more of with that is you mentioned eye contact. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't like eye contact anymore. But it's the one thing you're supposed to do. You are supposed to keep very good eye contact with a person. Um, actually, here's a question I got for you. You don't keep good eye contact. Uh, there's a reason for that. Uh-huh. I try to, actually. I really do try to. But especially with women, this is something that, oh, my goodness, it's hilarious to me. But I there's nothing you can do about it. So... Even if I'm talking to a woman and I'm looking her right in her eyes, for whatever reason, women always cover themselves up like they cover their chest, even if they don't have something to cover. Like either they'll cross their arms right across their chest or if they do have like some type of jacket on, they'll like pull it across them. Even if they're not wearing something that is showing any type of cleavage whatsoever, like I can understand if you're showing off the the cleavage. It's not the physique though that they're trying to cover. What the heck are they trying to cover then? It's just the security. You're looking through them. I'm not. I'm looking you in your eyes. What? You, yes, I didn't say looking at them through them into their clothing, like X-ray vision. I mean looking through them as a person. When people cross their arms or when they move and adjust their jackets or their sweaters, it is a back off. I'm uncomfortable with this conversation, or I want to know this conversation, but I'm still uncomfortable. <sighs> a lot I, of people who uh, don't want to join, like. A group conversation, for example, they'll stand there with their arms closed. They'll listen, but they probably won't put too much information into that conversation. But they will listen to all of it. But their arms will be crossed. I don't know. I feel like I've had conversations with people that have been very simplistic. 
And women, for whatever reason, they always, and again, to your point, it may be that they just don't feel comfortable or something. So maybe I'm making people uncomfortable. I don't know, but... It's not you as a person as a whole. It's just the conversation like, okay, can I trust this person? Can I let my guard down with this person? It doesn't mean it... It doesn't matter if it's a simplistic conversation or not. It's still... Because simplistic conversations can bloom and blossom into something else. Sure. Right? And depends also how well you know these women. If you've known them for years and they're still doing that, then you may no. want to address that. But if it's newer conversations that's a good point typically it is someone that i don't know extremely well it's someone that i have spoken to a few times it's not someone that i've known for years for sure um it's more often women that uh you know you just get in a casual conversation with maybe whether it's out at a grocery store you know whether it's at the gym wherever it might be but I just found it very interesting because I could understand if a woman is wearing like some type of halter top or something like that. And she's showing some type of cleavage. They always think that us men are looking at your chest and we're fighting every urge not to. But that's why we're looking you in your eyes. That's not the main Mm -hmm. reason we're looking you in your eyes, but because you're supposed to do that naturally. But it helps us to look you directly in your eyes. So I understand why she would want to cover up at that time, even though it's still very funny because why'd you wear the shirt in the first place if you didn't want us to well which is why i'm saying it could be just the comfortability of that conversation the other thing is is sometimes people don't know what to do with their hands they don't know what to do with their arms because they want to look presentable they want to have this conversation but okay i feel awkward with my hands just hanging here so what do i do with them they'll start fidgeting they'll put their hands in their pocket they'll cross their arms they will adjust their jacket, whatever it is. They're going to start fidgeting somewhere somehow because they don't know what to do with their hands because they're not comfortable in the body language yet. That's a good point. That I did not think about. Um, and I know when you're speaking about, uh, you know, talking to someone and uh, from like a counselor level, I do remember being taught that the counselor is supposed to mimic whatever the uh, whatever the person they're talking to is doing. So let's say that they are sitting in a chair directly across from you. If the other person crosses their legs, you're supposed to cross your legs as well at some point. You're supposed to do it very casually, but you're supposed to do the same thing. If they kind of sit back and they relax, um, if they, um, you know, they have more of a slouching type uh, posture, you want to not completely slouch, but you want to relax yourself as well. And that's supposed to make the other person feel a lot more comfortable and that will allow them to open up to you a lot more. So... Cognitively, um, we receive a lot from body language. Oh, 100% we do. That goes into the whole title of our show. Uh, it's not you, it's your face. Your face is like a body language to a certain degree. Like once we see a look on someone else's face, that tells us or we have a lot of things that run through our mind as to what that look actually means. So right. I absolutely agree. So when speaking about communicating correctly, and incorrectly, do you believe there are ways to incorrectly communicate with others? Absolutely. What about during arguments? What do you think is a, uh, what would be an incorrect way to try and communicate your point with someone during an argument? And in, well, I think just when you're in an argument, I think you really need to be patient because we can say things in haste and not really think through what we're trying to purvey. You know... There's a Bible verse that says, 
Uh, I'm trying to remember it and it's hurting me right now because I can't think of it. I know I should know this, but anyway, (laughs) uh, uh, the gist of it is uh, a soft response will turn away wrath, but harsh words will stir up anger. Mm -hmm. I believe that holds to be very, very true when you are in an argument. When someone is really getting upset with you and, you know, whether it be a very, very important subject or something that's a little bit, uh, whether it's something over something like food, (laughs) you know, like, oh, where are we going to go? You should try and respond with a softer response. And I understand you're all going to say, well, you told us at the very beginning that you always respond softly and it pisses everyone off. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. But. I think there's two different things to this, though. There is um, response and then there's reactiveness. Yes. Um, I believe your response to things is a thought out actual. Um, I almost define the word with the word. <laughs> um, it is uh, it's more thought out, though, period. You actually consider what you were going to say before you said it. Uh, the reaction sometimes is based off of emotions, I think. Mm-hmm. And emotions are running high. You allowed your uh, emotions to speak for you as opposed to allowing your mind to create the correct response and then go ahead and throw that out there. So in my opinion, I would say do not respond with emotion. Respond with your mind take a second think about what you want to say think about how it's going to come across before you just throw something out there because if you respond with just your emotions there are very few situations where that's going to work out for you Mm. um or it's not going to i'll say escalate the situation to something else so Um, create balance in the way we receive and respond Correct, and I believe there's an acronym out there that helps you within yeah. these type of. I don't know if it's specifically with arguments, but just with. I mean, with communicating, so it can be. It can help in arguments. It can help in just your daily conversation. If you're trying to inspire someone, if you're trying to teach somebody, if someone's coming to you with a problem, how you respond to them. It's the think acronym. Okay. So T is, is it true? So what you are about to say, how you're about to respond, are you reacting and what you're about to say, is it true or not? Okay, because you never want to give out false information. So are you basing what you're saying to that person off of your emotion or off of logical thinking? Okay. H is, is it helpful? So is this going to help the other person? Is it going to help you? Is it going to help you know, each other? Depends on, again, the situation. If it's a relationship, if it's an argument, if it's um, maybe a team meeting, something along those lines, is what you're about to say helpful? Mm-hmm. I is, is it inspiring? Mm. N is, is it necessary? Because a part of communication is also being quiet sometimes. <laughs> Knowing when to say something, Right. And then the K is know who knows this person best, who knows the people that you're talking to best. And if you are doing like a team meeting, maybe, or if you're trying to inspire other people, if it's somebody that you don't know very well, but they still came to you for some advice, who knows them best that you can go back to and ask like, hey, how does this person respond to this? How does this? But if it's between you two, if it's a relationship, you have to ask yourself, who knows this person best? They know themselves best but you know a certain version of them. So how can you get that information? How can you deliver that information to them in the best way so they can actually receive the information with good intentions 
versus feeling attacked? I think the best way to get to that point is to do something that people don't understand enough, in my opinion, which is listening. Uh If you listen to other people, and I'm going to be a little bit more blunt with this, if you just shut the hell up sometimes and let other people talk and listen to them, listen to the way in which they deliver messages, listen to the tone and the passion they have once they get to certain subjects, if you actually consider um, you know, the way they're coming across when they speak about certain things, you can learn so much about a person. You can learn a ton within, f- I can learn more about a person in five to 10 minutes than some people have learned in a year or two with them just because mm-hmm. they never took the time to just shut up and listen to that person. Now, can I add something to that? Sure. When you say listen, you actually have to l- put into your mind what they're saying because some people can shut up and not speak, but it doesn't mean they're listening. They're actually thinking about a hundred other different things while the other person is talking. So when Jay says listen, he actually means shut your mind off and listen to what that other person is saying. <laughs> yes, listen with the intent of learning. Of understanding. Do not sit there and say, oh, I'm listening to you and all you're doing is You're trying to catch certain parts of the conversation. So when they come back and they ask you, like, you know what I mean? You can say, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, sure. Just so you can uh, act like you're actually paying attention to what they said. So it usually comes back and bites people in the rear. Oh, it definitely can. Because some people will say, oh, what would you do in that situation? And then you're like, um, what was that again? (laughs) Precisely. So you need to actually listen, even if it's a subject that you don't care about, that you literally just want to sit, you want to pull your hair like, I cannot believe I'm listening to this. Listen anyway. Even if it's a dumb conversation, you can still learn something about that person. And it may not specifically be dumb. It's just something that you're not interested in. So I can sit and talk to people about video games all day. There are people who do not give two craps about video games. If you actually sit there and listen, though, and you pay attention to certain things that are being said within the conversation, you can pick up on other parts of my personality that could help you in the future if we do have certain conversations. Also, I'll just take myself again, saying... If I'm talking to you about something like that and you're not paying attention whatsoever, I'll pick up on it really, really quick. And I just won't talk to you again, just so you know. (laughs) Um, And there are other people that I've noticed have done that. If I wasn't paying attention, I noticed the next time that we had like a fairly important conversation, they just did not want to talk. And I had to figure out why that was like, oh, I think it's because the last few times we talked, I wasn't really paying attention to them and they figured that out. Um, All right. Because that person's. When you're trying to talk to somebody and you don't listen, then the value of that conversation has decreased drastically, not dramatically, dramatically or drastically. And then they're going to feel like, okay, well, this person obviously doesn't care. Yeah. Our friendship isn't doesn't matter. So why am I going to tell that person? They're not going to be there for the important things. If you can't be there for the simple things, you can't be there in a conversation for the harder things. Okay, I had something else that just popped in my head with that that's not completely about communication. Oh, boy. I want to bring it up, though, because I want to make sure we stay on the topic, though. But it's, uh, I don't like that 
kind of way of thinking to a certain degree. I do but and I don't. But it's general. I mean, it's not the best, but I mean, if we look at the world right now, society, 90% of society thinks like that. Yes. Um, I, I agree that if you're not going to listen to me when we're talking about something extremely simplistic, then I wouldn't dream of coming and talking to you about something that is actually important. So I get that. My mind went to a different situation scenario that I heard of when people say, um, one of my, I won't say I hate this saying, but I just, I don't completely agree with it. The whole, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. There are certain situations where I agree with that. But there are some other ones where it's kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, no, I don't completely agree with that. But again, that's something we can get into in a different episode. It doesn't completely deal with communication and what we're talking about. So I'll leave that alone. I won't get off into that tangent. But remind me to come to that later. I was just going to say, guys, you heard him. So we will get back to that. Oh, we'll get I back to that tangent right there. To that one Because that one irritated me in a situation that they didn't have anything to do with me. It had to do with a celebrity and like, <laughs> whatever. You didn't like me when I was this or that like well yeah no one did i changed and now you like me oh yeah that's how life works yeah you <laughs> suck at one point in time I, no i don't like you you get better like oh yeah i like you now that's how it works anyway communication lack of communication <laughs> there just, i'm just saying we'll get into that one at a different time but <laughs> overall uh i believe that obviously we communicate in a million different ways we communicate Obviously, verbally, we communicate um, non-verbally. We communicate in literally everything that we do, the way that we walk, the way we talk, the way that we drive. Um, how many people believe that other people are idiots just because they don't drive in the way that you want them to? Um, you're communicating something to someone else when you drive in a certain way. Um, people who drive in the right lane and do, you know, 50 and a 55, I'm going to take a guess that they're probably very relaxed and very chill in life. They're probably not the people who get upset at a whole lot of things. You're communicating things to that person as opposed to the person that's doing 95 in the left lane, you know, <laughs> flicking people off. They're a little bit more aggressive. So, um, Have you ever done that? No, I don't I'm flick people <laughs> off. No, I uh, I will get in the left lane and drive 90, 95. Yeah, sure. I, I don't like driving slow. Like, it just... That bothers me. Uh, I do not like going slow at all, period. Um, I'm slow with everything else in my freaking life except driving. Um, but no, I'm not going to be flicking people off. Like if you want to do, I can't be mad at you if you're doing 60 in a 60 mile per hour zone. You're doing what's right. I'm the one who's actually in the wrong. If I'm doing 95, like how am I going to get mad at you because you're doing 60? <laughs> like that's just, that's I won't get mad, silly. but I'm sitting there in the back and behind the wheel like, please, please, please get out of the way. <laughs> Because sometimes yeah. you get boxed in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, just move, please. Just let me pass. Please just let just let me just move out of the way so I can pass. Yeah, but again, yeah. communication. Because like when you're riding the bumper, <laughs> I'm just saying that means move. <laughs> that is something else we can talk about another day. Because that's not exactly the best way to handle things. Well, just no, so I, you know. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> Getting up closer to someone who's driving slowly. Uh, that's kind of like telling someone who's really pissed off to calm down <laughs> yeah it doesn't like no <laughs> not at all you're right all right guys 
Guys, we have had a blast talking to you today. Um, The overall idea, again, would be make sure that you are paying attention to others and you're communicating in the best way possible. Do not try to communicate with people in just the way that you know how to talk. Try to listen to others and understand the best ways in which they receive messages. And you might find out that things will go a lot smoother in your life when you are trying to communicate with others and trying to talk to others. Um, whether that be through emails, whether it be through text, um, something we didn't get into, and I'll just throw it out there really quick. Do not argue with people through text. It does not work. Why is that? Or email, any kind of digital, anything. 100%, yes, because you may say something in the tone of voice that I'm using right now, but because their emotions may be high, they're not going to read it the same way that you sent it. So I may say, I don't really care what you do. I just want you to come over. They may read it as, I don't really give a damn what you do. Just come over. It, mm-hmm. it sounds totally different in their mind. And now all of a sudden you have a fight. And it's like, well, what was that all about? Now, actually, this is something we should have talked about this more. I'm sorry. I can't stand when people send a message that's kind of like, you know, they're saying it in kind of a derogatory and mean way, but they just put a smiley face after it so it doesn't seem like it was bad. <laughs> like, you jackass. I know what you're trying to say. Like, you're trying to be a dick, but you're just, Ugh. What about their tone? You don't know their tone. So are you saying you don't like me? And then they just put a winky face. What? What is, don't. Could have uh, been sarcasm. Just no, it wasn't. That's I, you trying to ask the question and be nice about it, but you know what the actual answer is. I, uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh boy! I don't I'm think Jay likes text messages. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I have no problem. Yeah, I will not argue through text message. I literally be like, "Hey, look, we'll talk about this later." I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I, I can't do it. I don't feel like it. Um, not through text, at least. You want to argue in person? Yeah, we can argue. It normally ends better if we argue in person. But uh, not getting into that one. Sorry. Y'all know what I was talking about, though. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about in the next episode? I can't remember now. Oh my goodness! There's been so much we've been trying to get done that I can't remember what the heck we were going to be talking about. Oh, what but, were we? I hold on, I'll pull it up. Oh, okay. she's gonna pull it up. Um, guys, check out our Instagram page, please. Um, please leave any comments that you have. Leave uh, any suggestions that you have for other oh. episodes. And um, I know that we had something really fun to talk about the next episode. Mm-hmm best Um, friend is the mirror oh yes i like all of our episodes that are coming up i'm really excited about them yes i'm not gonna lie to you i like this episode but i kind of um when it comes to communication like it's more of something that i'd rather just sit down and talk to someone about in person but there were things i wanted to get out that i didn't get out today so i apologize for that but this one i really i'm going to enjoy that one because basically You need to look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. And if you can't do it, I'm going to do it for you. So, and it may not come off the way you want it to, but I'm sorry. Well, we'll see if he remains filtered (laughs) or not when we do that episode. But we do have some really fun episodes coming up, guys. And we would love if you left some feedback on the Instagram account. It's under, it's, what is it? It's, it's underscore underscore your underscore face. Yes. Yes, yes. Correct. Um, 
thank you guys so much for listening we will talk to you later when we talk about really looking at yourself and being honest and real with yourself one of the best ways that you can grow in life i feel is to be as honest with yourself as you possibly can be once you are real with yourself you'll find out that uh you'll probably look at others a whole lot different so um you guys stay tuned for that we will be posting that one up we are going to make that one happen by thursday we are yep as long as we can get all this technical stuff together which we think we have so thanks guys take care have a fantastic day see you later bye